Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking about the command of Christ, do not cast pearls. This command is found in Matthew chapter 7, in verse 6, where Jesus says, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend you. This is part three of a four-part series that we're going through this command. And in this episode, particularly, we want to talk about practical application and how to apply it. So we hope for our listeners that you guys are encouraged. And and at the end of this episode, our heart is that you might be able to take a couple of these things, apply them to your life, and that there might be more just insight into this command. So let's just go ahead and hop into this. The first thing I think we should talk about um, in this episode, Gabe, is what is our treasure? What is our treasure? Jesus talks about, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine. Both of those are precious things. And I can't think of anything really that is more precious than our relationship with Jesus Christ. And part of that foundation, though, a huge part of that foundation of a relationship with Jesus Christ is his word. We get to know God. We get to hear, learn to hear his voice by spending time in his word. We get cleansed by the word of God. I mean, I mean, the list could go on and on and on. The word of God in many ways is like just the lifeline of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And so I think, what is it that we, what is our treasure? What do we have that is valuable? I think one of the most valuable things is the word of God, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so um, it's just the more, it's like this, the more we treasure the word the more we will see it as something holy and the more we will guard it from being misused. I think of Psalm 119, 11, where David says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And that word hid from my understanding is actually treasured. And, and just realizing it is a treasure. You know, if you think about, um, God's word to us is something very valuable. I think of um, in the past when different people have written me letters or different things, and you just you get to know, or even if you're just talking with someone, you just really get to know their heart. You know, it's through their words and how precious that is and how important that is in establishing a relationship with Jesus Christ. I think that just taking into account that one of the greatest and most precious things we have is the word of God. And even as we look at this command, um, the do not cast pearls, which is derived there from the verse there in Matthew 7, verse 6, where Jesus said, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. I think this point that you're bringing out is so good that, it, that, that one of the pearls or the precious treasures or things that we have 
is the word of God. I mean, what mm-hmm. greater treasure? The Lord mm-hmm. and his word. That's mm-hmm. the treasure. I yes. mean, you know, like yes. you just boil it down. That's the treasure. That's the pearl of great yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, what's the value is Christ and his word. And so I think that then when we realize how precious that is and we realize God's heart to treasure his word up in, in our heart, we're going to be very careful in how we in how we handle the word and how we mm-hmm. share the word mm-hmm. and in how we, because our heart is that that just like I know Nate I would say one of the biggest things that God used to change my life was when I began to treasure the word up in my heart spending time meditating on it and and, and saturating my life in it and God just did it did it did a powerful work in my life as a result and so my heart is that other people would treasure His word up in their hearts right and so we want that for other people we desire that for other people and we need to. Pray for God to give us discernment and wisdom of to lead us to 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 give us divine appointments. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good prayer that God would give us divine appointments to share with people, whether it's believers to encourage them in their fellowship with God, or non-believers that they would that they would realize their need for Christ and give their life to Him. That God would give us wisdom and, and orchestrate divine appointments. And I think with that. We also have to be, even as we look at this not casting pearls before swine, that we would be really careful about what close friendships that we cultivate. Because as we allow the Lord's life and his word to be formed in us, to be so careful about who we spend time with. It's one thing to 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 show love to someone and care for them and, 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 and try to minister the love of Christ to them, but then it's another thing to really start cultivating a close friendship with them and just needing to be careful. As believers, we have to be so careful about what friendships we cultivate mm-hmm. because if we cultivate friendships like like personal friendships with people that are not walking with God people that don't value the things that God's values remember we talked some about with swine being simply mm-hmm. someone who doesn't value the things that Christ value if we begin to cultivate friendships with people that don't value what Christ values we will find that soon are we begin to take that same thing on. We start to not value the things that Christ values as much. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to be so careful. And I think there's some application here and do not cast pearls before swine and give not that which is holy to the dogs. We are to be holy and set apart to the Lord. And we need to be careful not to cultivate close friendships with those in the world. I think of Second Corinthians six fourteen through 18. It says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? And obviously, and what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And so I, I just think the, the realization of not being unequally yoked with unbelievers, and obviously I think there's, there's application here, obviously in marriage, <laughs> that we shouldn't be married to someone that's not a believer, we shouldn't marry someone that's not a believer, but also we need to be careful in our friendships, and our close friendships, where we're, that, we, that we are not... Um, developing we can show the love of christ to everyone mm-hmm. but that we're being guarded about who we develop close relationships with and share our heart with because they can in many ways turn our heart either closer to the lord or away from the lord they can and i think gabe in my own life and experience i, I I'm, I'm kind of a, a people person i am mm-hmm. and but i look back especially in my teen years into my early, maybe early 20s, right as I started to turn 20. I had a lot of friends, 
But most of those friends were just friends. They weren't necessarily bad friends, Mm -hmm. but they were just friends to hang out with, friends to go to the coffee shop with, friends to go play ice hockey with, just to fill up time. And also what I was trying to do is kind of stuff a void in my heart of really ultimately a relationship with God that I needed and that closeness in a relationship with God, but yet I was stuffing it with friends. And you know, really, Gabe, what that did was it wasted one of the most precious things I had, and that is time. Time. God is a jealous God. Exodus 20 talks about that with the Ten Commandments, that I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God. Jealous in the sense that he He wants our attention. He wants a relationship with us. And, and I think, so guarding against relationships that aren't going to build up our walk with the Lord, are, that, are, that can easily distract us from um, developing an intimate walk with the Lord is important. I also think, Gabe, that a practical hands-on tool, that as we talk about not casting pearls before swine um, and not giving that which is holy to, to the dogs, is when we, when we do want to share something with somebody, Really, all discernment comes, true discernment comes from God, and we need to pray. Mm -hmm. We need to ask the Lord to Mm -hmm. prepare the soil for Mm -hmm. which that truth is going to fall on, Mm -hmm. especially if it's an issue of reproof or rebuke, where we're going to go to a fellow brother or sister in Christ, where we're bringing something Mm -hmm. that they have erred Mm -hmm. in. It's just like, it's, it's like prayer paves that way it's just like the lord uses that to to just prepare the soil for which kind of like the seed is going to fall on when i love what you're sharing there because it is so true that we need discernment from the lord about the friendships we develop because Mm -hmm. ultimately we'll end up sharing some of our most precious things the word our time and different things with those that we're close to and so to ask god to give us discernment to in, in, in choosing friendships, but then also asking God for, for discernment when we're sharing with people and we're ministering and asking. We really need so much wisdom mm-hmm. from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and I appreciate how you just brought us right back to it's about a fellowship with the Lord. We need to be quick, instant in prayer. We need to be quick mm-hmm. to pray. It's like for us to have this kind of discernment, we have to walk closely with God. There's no shortcut. There's no other way. We have to be spending time in the Word. We have to be spending time seeking God because we will, we will be deceived and let us stray if we're not keeping in the word and seeking the face of God and staying close to him. And I'm amazed how as God begins to, you know, how as, as, even as we prepare for these podcasts and begin to just treasure up the commands and thinking on them and preparing for these, how God will then bring up different things in our life to highlight this. And, and this actually happened to me last night. I was been thinking a lot on this command in preparation for us presenting here. And my wife and I were reading some scripture together from Acts. And I thought it illustrated this perfectly, this point that you're saying of the importance of that we do everything by prayer, that we need the discernment from the Lord, where the Lord may say, share this with this person, or don't 
say this right now at this time. It's not the right time. And learning to walk. And it's a journey. I'm still it learning. Is, I'm yes. learning to listen. <laughs> um, and God wants to keep cultivating our ear to listen better. But listen to, the, to, to this amazing, in, in Scripture, how the apostles really listened to the Lord and what God did as a result. In, in Acts chapter 16, we were reading this last night, and I thought, oh, this is a perfect example of this. In Acts chapter 16, it says, um, in verse 6, now, um, when they had gone throughout um, Pergia, per- I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, and the region of Galatia, and were for- but listen to this, Nate, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Like, wait, the Holy Ghost was forbidding them to preach the word somewhere? Like, what does that mean? And then it says, after they were come to My- Mycenae, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. So they tried two different places to go preach the word, and the Spirit led them not to. It's like, why? Why would the Holy Spirit lead them not to? Well, listen to what it says. Um, it goes on and says, And they, passing by Messiah, came down to Troas, and a vision appeared unto Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel mm. unto them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they tried to go to two different places that would for, for good reasons to preach mm-hmm. the word. But the Lord was like, No, not that one. No, not that one. And the reason was, was because the Holy Spirit had prepared an audience. He had prepared those in Macedonia to hear and to receive the word. And so we need to realize, when we walk with God and God says, no, not this one. No, don't take that. Don't do that. It's because he has something else. He has, he knows what is needed and where it's needed. And so to realize part of the reason for not casting pearls is God has other people that he wants us to give those precious pearls who will value them and who will be transformed by by the truth that is shared just like they found they said they were assured um, of what god would do in macedonia as they walked in obedience to the holy spirit so i appreciated so much this practical example from the life of the apostles that it's not just on the negative side about not casting pearls it's not just so that they won't trample under feet mm-hmm. and then turn around and rend us it's so that we then can take that precious word of god to the those that God is leading us to and see God work in a mighty and powerful way. Oswald Chambers, I believe it was Oswald Chambers that said this. He said, prayer is not preparation for the great work. Prayer is the great work. And it's true. Like, what do we expect, Gabe, to accomplish if God hasn't gone before us in the power of his spirit and prepared the heart of that person or people group that needs the truth. We, this is all about needing the discernment of God. This is all about listening to God. It's so precious. And as we kind of wrap up this episode, Gabe, walking hand in hand with this, another practical step would be simply to avoid frivolous debates. It's, we want, while we, while we do want everyone to hear the truth. We want everyone to experience the freedom and the light and the joy that comes with that truth. It's it's important to know not everybody wants that. And I know that sounds ironic, but it is that way. And 2 Timothy 2, starting verse 23, says this, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God preventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth 
and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And then Proverbs 9, 7 through 8 makes this very powerful statement. It says, he that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame, and he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee, and rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. While we, while our heart is that all men get the truth, the fact is, is not all men want the truth, and not all men are ready for the truth. That's why I think prayer <laughs> is the key in this, because not only is it the channel by which we receive wisdom and discernment mm-hmm. from the Lord, but I think it's also the channel by which the heart of those that we are bringing the truth yeah. of the Word of God to, it's the channel that prepares mm-hmm. that heart, that cultivates mm-hmm. the soil, that mm-hmm. that makes them ready mm-hmm. to receive that truth. Amen. So for our listeners, we hope that this has been an encouragement to you and that there is, there are ways to present the truth and that when... but. Really, I would say the foundation of this is prayer, listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, waiting on God's perfect timing. His timing is perfect. He knows the insides and outsides of every situation, and but just staying closely connected with the Lord, and He will give us the wisdom of, of how to share His truth and when to share His truth and when it's going to be the most fruitful and the most effective for His kingdom. God bless you guys, and we look forward to you guys joining us on our next episode. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ, brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org, where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.